Joseph Smith, Donnie, and Marie Osmond. And we bet not get a Utah Jazz NBA Finals. Greetings and citations, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Pod is War. Pod is War is brought to you by the good folks at ChairShot Radio Network in conjunction with TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. And use your heads and support your favorite website for news, reviews, opinion, and analysis with attitude because you are smarter than the average fan. How do you do that, Christopher? I'm glad you asked. I'm going to tell you by going to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot and picking up an official chair shot T-shirt. We have something for everybody. You hate Keller. You hate Meltzer. Hashtag journalism. Do you miss the good old days of the Midnight Express, the Road Warriors, the Steiners, Harlem Heat, Rock and Roll Express, the Rockers, the Heart Foundation, Demolition? Guess what? Save tag team wrestling. Are you religious? You're a Jesus freak? Guess what? Jesus did the job and his dad was the promoter. And many, many other cool-ass designs. All you got to do is go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. And I guarantee by going to ProWrestlingTees forward slash the chair shot, once you get there to ProWrestlingTees forward slash the chair shot and peruse the plethora of playful shirts. I couldn't think of another P, but the alliteration was there. We noticed. Thank you. You're going to find something you like. I guarantee to you. Please and thank you, thank you, and please. I'm Mr. Velvet Pice, Christopher Platt. As always, I'm joined by Andrew Belaz and the Commissioner, uh, Mr. PC Tunney. Gentlemen, greetings and salutations. What's up? Whole bunch of nothing and a little bit of everything. What about you, Tunney? Oh, me? I, I think Andrew had a retort for you there. Did I? I said what's up already. You're just quiet oh. sipping your... Your IPA, your beer? No, your, I, no, that's that? not it. That's neither an I, a P, nor an A. It's it tastes great, but it's less filling. And tastes great is in quotation marks, <laughs> but more importantly, it's less filling. Oh, you're still on that side of the game. I also have a I also have a whiskey here, so don't worry about it. Okay. Yeah, I I, I too enjoy when my beer gets watered down. <laughs> Or when your water has an aftertaste, that's more like it if you really think about it. What? I didn't... Where did this... What, why am I getting attacked right now? You guys are supposed to be yelling at each other. This is this is wrong. I don't appreciate it. And 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 stop stealing my alliteration bit on top of it, Platt. Well, he didn't stick the landing, so it's okay. Well, he's not an advocate for the administration, apparently. There we go. What administration are we talking about? Well, I'm an advocate for the administration that allocates alliteration all across America. So if you're going to do some alliteration, make sure you do it right. And I am an advocate for the Platt Belaz administration. Oh, God. Defunct. Maybe if you put it in the word defunct, you can get that shirt for five bucks. (laughs) (laughs) Pop myself, bitch. 
I don't think I've ever hated you more in life than <laughs> oh, at this. Oh, I love very... you too, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Mm, it's gonna be an interesting yeah. fucking night, isn't it, boys? Yeah. Yeah. It's only if PC can come over here and blow me. We, Platt and I, wear the proverbial cuffs of fate. We just can't get away from each other. <laughs> you are, man. I don't know what karma has has cursed you with me. I must have been a very bad melon farmer at somewhere down the line. And whomever I faulted, and I faulted a lot of motherfuckers, from the bottom of my heart, I apologize. <laughs> he doesn't Tom, mean it. He doesn't mean Can't let him go. We're not done. PC shackles, we're, please. We're not I done can't. scorching the podcast earth yet. Wow. Wow. Can I get a moderator that actually moderates? Boy. Well, he does it in moderation. That's yeah. what he does. That, do you know what the key to, like how he drinks. Do you know what the key to moderation is? Moderation. He's still mad at me because of yesterday's show on a three man weave. He actually came you. up with a great segue for once. Oh, like seriously, like, like on on a it, on a broken clock. Folks, don't right, you hear this right, all the time? Right, Isn't the stories like I always did something for once? Like that's what I always hear. It means that I do it all the time. No, I wouldn't say for once if you did it all oh, the time. If I had a nickel that, every time you said for once. You'd have two nickels, which equal a dime. <laughs> Man. Opinions are so a fucking fabulous make thing, sure aren't you're they, folks? To three man weave to find out what the segue was and exactly who stepped up. Oh, it's right off Is the bat. It was great. It was great. I even held him off and then I knew it was gonna he even it was he jumped the gun. He he, oh, he admitted it. You waved him off like hard on Giannis? Oh, all right. You know what? This is not this is not happening. This is not happening today. I am not going through a whole episode <laughs> where I'm the one getting picked on. We're not doing that. Yo, shout out to Al Pacino. This from is horrible. Way. He he just stuck oh, the landing on that man. one, Jack. You know what, folks? For you guys, for the for the listeners, I will trudge through what is likely going to be another seventy-five minutes of picking on PC Tunny today. I do have a I do, I do have a full bottle of whiskey, so I'll get through it. Tomorrow might suck that's though. Good. That's good. At least the show will be good. That's the only thing that we care about right now. Well, we'll see. I mean, let's not count our chickens before they're hatched, gentlemen. <laughs> I'm just saying. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. We're still kind of on the rails right now. Yeah, that's true. We don't get off the rails right off the bat. Hmm. I guess we have to go to the first topic then. See how off the rails we can get there. Okay. We can do that. Let's transition like this. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Samoa Joe is back, and with NXT, he is now going to be William Regal's enforcer as he tells William Regal, you cannot just trot off into the sunset yet. What do you, how do you guys feel about this position for Joe, the fact that he's back, and who else could we see possibly back in the WWE in the future? Samoa Joe. I believe that's the correct pronunciation. I wouldn't expect a pale face to be able to land that, but I still love you anyway, Tony. I didn't. I love. Try, but see, this is like I didn't even. This is now here. I didn't even. I just said Joe. I didn't, and then you come in and you know. No, 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 no. I'm not even trying to play, man. Because out of the two of you, you're the least problematic. So yeah, I wouldn't even Whoa. try to play. Well, okay. my face come would on. like to. My wrong. face would I like to thank your backhand for that compliment, Dick. You're welcome, pussy. 
But uh, <laughs> wow. Anyway, did Sa- you go with that with the Samoa? I, at number one, he, Joe is just great at the wrestling. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what position you put him in. Be it a wrestler, he was great on commentary. He'll be great in this role. He it just in all things professional wrestling, Samoa Joe is going to knock it out the park. It just is what it is. What I think, and I don't have any insider knowledge. I haven't been perusing the dirt sheets or anything like that. What this looks like to me is a situation where they let him go because they weren't going to clear him, and he left to see if he can get cleared independently and maybe go somewhere and keep wrestling and that didn't work out for him so the e brought him back at a reduced rate which if joe loves it cool good on the e but if joe loves it cool that's all i'm I'm, i care about but you know watching him last night when he choked out adam cole you know what came to my mind is you know what i would like to watch that i would watch 30 minutes a week of samoa joe just choking random melon farmers out. I'm here for that. I will watch that 30 minutes every single week of Samoa Joe just, just, just choking random melon farmers out. Like, for example, Karen got a problem with some poor black kid trying to sell some water on the corner. Ask Samoa Joe come in there and choke that bitch out. <laughs> bitch McConnell want to say some bullshit in the press conference on Capitol Hill. Ask Samoa Joe come in and choke that motherfucker out. Hey, kids, you out here, you're getting bullied. Why don't you ask Samoa Joe come to your school and choke that asshole out on the drill drill bit Taylor side of the game. I'm, I'm here for that in all iterations. Let's make that happen. We got 8,675.5 different television channels. You can't tell me that out of one of those, we can get 30 minutes a week, every week, of Samoa Joe just choking random melon farmers out. So you want him to be the Terry Tate version of just choking motherfuckers instead of office linebacker, he's just office enforcer? Your boss pisses you off, choke him the fuck out. HR doesn't like what you did, choke him out. If someone is bothering you, who are you going to call? Some mojo. I'm here for that. All day. I could I could keep naming scenarios too, but we got other topics to talk about. So I guess you guys can say words now. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Like, Joe's a million bucks. Like, his biggest issue was for some reason, once he got called up, like, he hit the injury bug hard, and he just couldn't stay healthy for, like, more than, what, three or four months out of a clip, and then, boom, he's gone, he's on on commentary, he's off commentary, he's hurt again, I don't know. So, we'll see, because this was kind of what they tried to bring him up as initially on the main roster, was like an enforcer, and it's a good role for him. He gets a little bit of contact. Maybe he can work through it, work into it. And then Adam Cole could be a good match for him because he's used to that style. He's used to the the indie style being in, you know, ROH, TNA, AJ Styles matches. So, like, it's it's fine. Carrying Cross against Joe would be something fun. And you're probably right where it was just a reduced paycheck that they kind of wanted to bring him back in on because they weren't going to sign him as an active duty competitor or whatever you want to really call it so they maybe had to kind of bring his rate down for whatever they had him signed at where you know you're you're not getting in-ring competitor money anymore so you have to realize what your role is is just general manager you know announcer whatever so we'll see we'll see i don't know but i'd like to see him jump back in the ring again and actually fuck some people up because if they can figure out what the hell was bugging him and actually biting him all that time in main roster we should be all right 
I mean, NXT deals with injuries pretty well. You saw the whole Kyle O'Reilly and Finn Balor thing got stretched out decently for them to both get healthy after breaking jaws and shoulders or whatever the fuck that was. And I think Braun will eventually be back on that reduced salary as well. This Mellon Farmer allegedly is charging 20 grand on the indies. Good luck with that, bro. That ain't going to work out for you. You might as well try to hook up with them Duck Dynasty Mellon Farmers and see if you can make it do what it do. But that's neither here nor there. But on, on, the bronze, you brought up, on Braun's side, though, he has come out and said he hasn't negotiated with anybody about anything yet. So, Okay, cool. But back to Samoa just, Joe. You know, just want to make sure we don't fall into our own gimmick of hashtag journalism, you know? That's fair. That's fair. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, man. That's fair. But you, but back, back to the Joe stuff, man. You brought up some possible matchups. I don't know if he's going to be able to wrestle in the foreseeable future, but hell, who knows? Daniel Bryan, Edge, Christian, all these guys thought that their careers were over and they ended up getting magically cleared somewhere down the line. So maybe... The, the chapter isn't closed on Samoa Joe. I don't know. And Sting, too. Remember that. Sting's like 60, and yeah. he still got cleared for at least whatever you want to call the AEW contact that he's been doing and bumping somewhat. So you can, you can always find someone somewhere that'll clear you. It just depends on if the company will take it as a, a valid source. Yeah, that Sting shit always makes me cringe anytime I see him wrestle. But you're right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. But I'm glad to have Joe back on my television screen in some capacity. I just, I love Joe. I fox with Joe, and I'm here for Joe. So, so do you think there's any merit to, like, the uh, the Kona Reeves thing getting repackaged, coming back as a possible GM, or anything like that, that just people we haven't seen in a hot minute? That would suck, because Kona Reeves is a good-ass heel. And I, I think with some time and effort put into him, he could be a legitimate heel on this roster. Like, he's that good. I, and, and the only reason I say that is because I saw him at a house show a few years ago. I didn't even know who the Mellon Farmer was. And by the time he came out with his Beast by Dre headphones and stuff like that, like, he got legitimate heel heat. And that's very rare in this day of age, in day and age, rather, when we all think we know more than we do. Mm. So the fact that he was able to draw legitimate heat there's something there, so I wouldn't give up on him as a in-ring performer as of yet. That's fine. Do you have any uh, short list? Because we know that uh, the wonderful commander-in-chief, editor-in-chief, publisher, Supreme, you know, Greg DeMarco put up his possible choices, and we already saw Joe. We he Greg did put in there that, you know, Regal might not step down. It could be thing. And there's a few others in there, so you can go read his article. But do you have anybody that maybe he overlooked? No. Like, I, I think Regal is fantastic as the commissioner. I would have loved Joe to step into that role. But at the same point in time, I'm, as of last night, well, I mean, as of two nights ago, pardon me. <laughs> K-fabe. 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 Yeah. I'm digging Samoa Joe as Regal's enforcer. When Mellon Farmers get out of line and you put your hands on Joe, guess what's going to happen, Karen? You're going to get choked the fuck out. That's the show, man. Joe chokes you the fuck out. Let's do that. Peacock, Netflix, Hulu, Prime, Vice. I can see Vice hopping all over this shit. Vice. Let's do it. Just Joe choking people out for 30 minutes yeah. every every week. 
You got some dude at the dry cleaner trying to overcharge somebody. Guess what? Joe coming from behind, choke his ass out. There's a million possibilities for this. Why don't you just put Joe in the new Jackass movie? Because aren't they trying to reboot that one for like the fourth one like 20 years later or some shit like that? That they're not dead? Well, they're not dead ones at least. <laughs> Have you seen Johnny Knoxville lately? I saw that interview. That Mellow Farmer looked like Warren G. Harding now. I mean, he should look like dead from what we remember he did in the early 2000s. So the fact that like Steve-O actually turned his life around a bit and Bam's the one that looks the worst, honestly, if you think about it. Well, you know, in a way of speaking, like they they made out a lot better than I gave him credit for because I thought they'd all been dead before this year. Do we have some NXT takeover thoughts, or are we saving that for an, uh, an additional topic? No, that was what I was going to transition to, but, you know, go right ahead. No, go ahead. Transition, man. You've been doing well. We're already here. Transition. There's nothing to transition to anymore. Just like Ryan Dunn, let's transition to a different topic. All right, well, <laughs> maybe I should have done that, yeah. <laughs> well, Andrew had it. Andrew. a segue? <laughs> Andrew had uh, had the main event in in his top matches of the week, did he not? I did because I did agree with Adam's assessment because I went back and kind of watched everything, and that that was a good match. Like everybody that kind of gave Cross shit for not putting in as much work, like they did a lot to keep him out of it, and it was smart, like psychology for the little guys to kind of gang up on the big guy to knock him out, and then the little guys did what they were known for. So there, there was a lot of solid psychology in that match, and I thought that was really fun. And the show wasn't bad; like nothing was like mind blowing. Aside from that, I did, I did like the uh, L.A. Knight Cameron Grimes ladder match, but like everything else was all right. It wasn't a bad show. Maybe not the best takeover in your house, whatever you really want to call it in the world, but that main event definitely matches most things that NXT has done. Yeah, it was I. Right. You know, uh, yeah, the the main event, I think that was the match of the night. I kind of wanted to put the Cameron Grimes LA Knight match up there, but I'm just tired of ladder matches. So, yeah, it, it was it was just there, man. It's just shout out to NXT. I'm just not interested in anything they have going on right now. Well, not a lot of their main players are like super like interesting. Like the fact that you got Bronson Reed is one of the more interesting people and he's just interesting because of his size, not like his promo ability. Raquel Gonzalez is I, I don't know. Like I can't really tolerate her. She's slowly getting better in the ring, but she's about as interesting as watching paint dry. Like MSK's great. I loved him since Impact, but like it's not like they get a lot of development either, aside from being the cool flippy stoner guys and Phantasma's just the the cool bad guys who happen to have a Spanish flair this time around. So like eh. I, I I'm I am digging Cross. He's a star. Point oh, he, no, 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 definitely. Yeah. I I don't know why they took away the sexy from Scarlet, but okay, we're here now. But the package, the whole package, yeah, that that's money. Boring. And I also An like uh, thing. it's boring. But also whatever. maybe so. But boring. I also like uh Swerve's faction too, where they just get around and start freestyling and battle rapping uh, people. That's hit row. I, I like Swerve, man. You know, back going back to my MLW days when I used to cover that for the site. So Oh yeah, I'm, Swerve I'm biased. is good. No, yeah, I mean I'm he was biased. good in Lucha Underground too. Like Swerve is yeah. great, but yeah. I'm glad they finally gave him something to run with. Yeah. Yeah. They just need to actually show them 
on the takeover. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe they could <laughs> wrestle a match or two, right? Maybe, maybe. Instead we got <laughs> yeah. what, like Mei Ying or whatever, like mystical big trouble little China and the chairs chick was <laughs> what the fuck was that? Like I don't know, did she shoot electricity out of her fingers yet? Did I miss that on uh two days ago NXT? Like That's hilarious. That's is probably she looking what, for a blonde with her... green eyes. Like what are we doing here? Shout out to Kim Cattrall, by the way. But, uh, <laughs> hey. Yeah, 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 they got to do that one. Uh, <laughs> I think that was, was that, I'm, I'm assuming it was Karen Q. And that maybe I'm racist for making that. Yeah, I'm probably racist for making that assumption, but it just seems to make the most sense to me, you know? I don't think it's been confirmed, but the assumption since the beginning was that it was going to just be Karen Q getting repackaged. Yeah, yeah. And I love Zia Lee, too. Oh yeah, Zai is a million bucks. I'm glad they finally gave her something to kind of put her towards the main event, or at least a prominent role. But it's still hokey, can we, and that that can mystical we, shit can only go so far. Can we ban swords and and you know balloon ball metal balloon ball stabs? Can we ban that shit because it's kind of corny? Like Drew McIntyre's sword is duller than the storyline between him and Bobby Lashley. Like, do we really need people running around with these swords? No. And I, I'll make a deal with you. We can get rid of swords if we can get away, get rid of Tope Supercedos and Spanish Flies. I'm with you with the Tope. Fair. The Tope, I, I like the Spanish Fly, though, because if they can pull it off well, nobody, it's not bad. But nobody ever wins from it. That should be a finisher. Nobody wins from a Spanish Fly anymore, sir. Okay. You make a valid point there, but nobody wins off a Canadian destroyer anymore either, unless your name's Petey Williams. Well, that's still, or if your name is Ricky Morton. <laughs> that's a good call right there. <laughs> like the two <laughs> times or three times he's pulled it off, yes. <laughs> but no, but I, I don't know. I, I like the Spanish fly. I agree about the dives in general are a little much, but... You know, we, we've seen some good Spanish flies recently, and they're impressive when they come from the right person. Touche, touche. I just think it should be a finisher, not a transition move. But overall, what are your you guys' last thoughts on the whole excuse me, NXT takeover in your house? Shout out to Todd Pettengill. Why does Todd Pettengill's suit look better than the dollar <laughs> man? The dollar man. <laughs> Because the dollar man put all his money in Dogecoin and it just didn't work out. It tanked and he's still kind of recovering, recovering and uh, get, getting all his crypto back. So don't worry about it. Dogecoin fluctuates. He'll be back up there. Just watch. All right. Well, stay tuned. We're going to come back. Stick with WWE. And we're going to talk a little bit about hell. This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out TheChairShot.com Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling Make sure you check it out, TheChairShot.com Welcome back to Pod is War right here, ChairShot Radio Network PC Tony, Christopher Platt, and Andrew Snowflake Balls Balaz Every Thursday evening right here, ChairShot Radio Network All your favorite streaming platforms and on TheChairShot.com where we enjoy you to enjoy your evening the chair shot way by always using your head. If you want to enjoy your evening the pot is war slash DWI podcast way, you can grab a drink right now and listen along because I can guarantee you we are all well on our way to being very lubricated, which isn't a bad thing. Let's get into the topic at hand. Topic number two is Hell in a Cell this weekend. 
How do you guys feel about the two matches we're getting in the cell? Do you think that they could have used those matches in better in different storylines? Uh, Platt, what do you think? I, I personally like the fact that Roman and Ray are in, in there. I think Roman needed to be in one of those matches, or his storyline did. I don't necessarily agree with it on the other side. I think they could have put it on a better spot for the Raw side of things. I actually totally disagree. I was looking forward to the Ray and Roman match just because I love Ray and I love Roman and I know they were going to put on a great match. I don't think that that feud warranted a hell in a cell, however. Now, on the other side with Lashley and McIntyre, number one, I'm tired of seeing these guys wrestle. I I think that that feud has jumped the shark, even though I think the match is going to be amazing because they always have amazing matches. But I think that that feud warranted it. I think that feud makes it deserves sense it. to have it. Thank you. <laughs> to have it culminate in take, the hell in a cell. Take your time, especially buddy. considering. Shut up. Especially <laughs> considering you know everything that's going on with that. You know the interference from Lashley, the interference from McIntyre. Like that makes sense. That you know as of the two hell in a cell matches, I feel like that one makes the most sense to be I, in the cell. In I hell. think. I agree with you that the logic is there, that it's supposed to be a, as, as we used to know, it was the blow-off match. You know, it's just like this is supposed to be the finisher, the blood feud, whoever wins, somebody gets the shit beat out of them, and then we're done with the feud for a while. So Lashley and McIntyre makes a shitload of sense. However, I think Tony's sentiment is going to be shared by a lot of people just because it's boring at this point. Like, it's played out. I think they dragged it on a little too long. If this was a pay-per-view beforehand instead of now, and then you squash things there, and then you heat it up Lashley on somebody else, maybe. But this is this has gone on a while, like, and I'm not really interested in it. Even though I agree, the match will probably be good because everything they've done is pretty good, and it deserves the Hell in a Cell treatment. But uh, we also know that. Interference doesn't matter in Hell in a Cell anymore because we've seen how many different Hell in a Cells end in wonky ways with no contests and random interference. Do we get the Kofi heel turn? Does he come out and help here? I mean, they've they've hinted at it more than more than once. I like that storyline, but I don't see how Kofi is a white meat black baby face. I don't see how Kofi could possibly pull off a heel turn, you know? I think we have. A uh, yeah, yeah. I think we have a title. Figure that back I think out. we have yeah. a title. I think I mean, we have a title. White, <laughs> yeah, white meat, could. black baby face. Got it. I mean, it would make sense in a way, right? Because Xavier's got his whole G four and video game stuff, so they have to keep him like super shiny baby face. And if he had a, you know, a betrayal, like it works into his gimmick with you know, in ring and out of ring, you know. People can make make jokes, make light, like, you know, top 10 anime betrayals, and they can just show, like, Kofi betraying Xavier somehow, and then it'll just get him in his feelings, and he'll, you know, he'll playfully bitch about it. So there there could be a lot of decent work there with, you know, Xavier's other stuff. So I don't hate it, and I don't know, that would also put, that would keep Kofi very much in like that main scene like not like he's fallen really but they keep him kind of in that weird upper mid card and like tags a lot lately since his title run so eh, this would at least keep him with the main main players again 
So I kind of like that. For me, it could be a great storyline where MVP sees Lashley's shortcomings and knows that Kofi's the better guy to back. And you could see a double turn where you get Lashley at some point becoming the face because MVP kind of disregards him and you could have a big SummerSlam match. You could lead that storyline all the way into SummerSlam. It's, it's just difficult for me to see Kofi as a heel. Like, what make y'all think that Kofi could pull off a heel turn? I mean, he, he's on the, the Ricky Steamboat side of the game for me. Like, it's just not going to work out with him being a heel. It's just not... He's just so much of a baby face. I can't see him being able to pull off a, a heel. I mean, all he has to do is betray the New Day. People are going to hate him for that. And then he comes out and helps Bobby Lashley retain. I mean, he, he doesn't over... even need to talk. MVP can do the talking. He could just mean mug the whole time. And that would actually work well enough. Like Shawn Michaels losing the smile kind of levels. So if, if we kind of had a quiet Kofi and MVP was doing most of the talking for him and Kofi just kind of went off of raw emotion, then that could kind of work. Kind of, maybe. I don't know. It's worth a shot. Yeah, I'm not seeing it. It's worth a shot, but I'm not seeing it at all. We'll see, because they already broke up New Day, technically, because they're not even on the same brands. So, no, I mean, what, what, what's there to lose? But Woods, Woods, has could... that, Woods has that video game So they tease. So you can't so be a video game nerd. Yeah, well. So does Miz, man. Miz been a heel this whole time. Uh, okay, I'm glad you brought up Miz. What do you guys think of the wheelchair bit? The first week, you get the slow-mo runaway wheelchair for John Morrison's entrance. And then the next week, he forgets and leaves him behind. I think best comedy in wrestling right now, the Miz and the wheelchair bit. And I think that answers your question right there. Well, Miz I'm asking... is a heel, but he's a comedic heel. There he's, you go. He's not a, I'm going to beat you up and beat up your wife kind of, you know, he's not like crazy, like Jake Roberts, old school, like psycho heel. He's more just like. The comedy heel. He's the goofball. He he says snarky things. He's the he's the college jock. He's the he's the kid that pushes people into lockers. But he's kind of a a sensitive bitch when you kind of you know hit him in the mouth or want to get something out of him. Yeah, because Kofi doesn't twerk and toss pancakes. Okay, cool. They need a third that, breakfast that's food. The enemy they went betrayal. from cereal he burns to pancakes. The pancakes, and what? that's when Xavier knows they're not friends anymore. <laughs> I mean, I think that if they went to bagels, I think they'd be back over again pretty big. Breakfast, you got cereal, in New pancakes, bagels. In New York, as long as muffins. they're New York bagels. Too, muffins, so maybe that... just the tops. What did they do with the bottoms? I don't know. Oh, shit, you're right. You ever got hit in the head with a hard bagel? I I, I don't. I think a pancake's going to hurt a lot less. That's yeah. a new day, oy vey. But they... <laughs> Feel the schmear. Feel the schmear. Bagels, it's fantastic. <laughs> Instead of he looks, Kofi looks just... at Woods. Oh my God, it's so hot. I'm spitzing. Spitzing, Mashugana. Hello, my little gavilta shinyentash. We are the new day. <laughs> Wouldn't it be? Oh, can I? Gavilta fishes I, out into the crowd. Do yeah. I dare? Do I dare say their new name? The no. Jew Day. Don't you want me to say it? I just did for you. No, no, no. Don't do I this. I threw it don't out there. Don't We've already this. been over don't this. I am the don't more problematic this. one, so it's fine. You should it's say fine. I would. I, yeah, I would. Yeah, okay. I'm not. Yeah, I would. Yes. I'm not going to. Yeah. Yeah. The thoughts of Andrew Snowflake Boss Blaz <laughs> do not necessarily reflect those of Commissioner PC Tunney and Mr. Vice Christopher Platt or the Chairshot.com as a network, a site, 
a crew and an organization. But now, the right back there, to Potter's War. I'll say it, don't worry. I'll say it so you don't have to. As long as you don't sing it, I mean, for crying out loud. <laughs> Would I have to do, like, the whole, like, New York Jewish kind of impersonation, too? <laughs> like, hoy vey, it's the Jew day. <laughs> Please don't. Please don't. Please, just, that's not. I told him not, not to. <laughs> yeah, because that's going to work. Yeah, that's the opposite. Don't An- you understand? Andrew, <laughs> stop. Please stop. Oh, you want me to continue? Okay, that's what I heard. <laughs> now stop. Fine, shit. <laughs> Chris looks like he's having a fucking aneurysm right now. <laughs> bro, you about to fuck up my shit with my consigliere, bro. What the fuck are you doing? He listens? I thought only like two people listened. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe you're right, but on the off chance, he is my consigliere. <laughs> okay? Shit. I think Dave has a pretty. I think Dave has a pretty good sense of humor. I think he'd be. I think he'd be quite okay with what's happened here. See, there you. Yeah, go. you just made yourself an accomplice. We'll be right back. Why should you visit thechairshot.com? Thechairshot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Welcome back. Pod is War, ChairShot Radio Network, right there on TheChairShot.com. Make sure you always use your head. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash TheChairShot. That's a place to go. Topic number three. Wrestling Grand Slam has been announced for the Tokyo Dome July the 25th. The main event will be Shingo Takagi defending that IWGP Heavyweight Championship against Kota Ibushi. Andrew, what are your thoughts here? I know they had to actually refund and cancel an event that was planned prior to this. Correct. It was supposed to happen May 29th, but the reason they had to cancel it was because Tokyo Prefecture was still under lockdown for that uh, the outbreak they had in beginning of May which messed up the entire Wrestle Grand Prix shows because it was all supposed to take place in that prefecture. And thankfully, after we got to June, like that was lifted, and now they were able to reschedule that show for July. They also announced that they were going to do an extended tour of sorts September 4th and 5th. Obviously, matches aren't announced yet because, you know, we still have to get through the other two months, but... We'll see. I mean, as for the match, I mean, it's Ibushi and it's Takagi. It's going to be a good match. I just really, really don't want to see Takagi lose this match at all because Ibushi doesn't do it for me as a main guy. Like, he really needs to, unless these this Road 2 stuff really tweaks his personality or shows me something else, He's he doesn't scream main draw. He doesn't scream the guy that can hold the company on his shoulders. He's just He's kind of just there. He seems like a dude. A pretty dude, but a dude nonetheless. Gentlemen, this is so rough for me. This is like my old crush fighting my new crush, and I'm so conflicted. This is like Miss Elizabeth at WrestleMania 4 with Macho Man and Hulk Hogan, and they were fighting for the love and the affection and the services of Miss Elizabeth. Like, I'm just so torn here. I, I will agree with you, Andrew, that the Abushi title run 
didn't really work out. It went over like a wet fart in church. Second time mm-hmm. I used that analogy today. But I don't think it's all his fault. Kind of like with Naito. It's not all his fault that the whole world just went to holy hell. Is he a top guy? I don't know. I don't want to see them take the title off of Thicky, though. I think that they've they've got something here with him, and I'd like to see them play that out. But I'm conflicted, man. You know? I agree. You, you've got every right to be conflicted. I was conflicted, you know, when uh, Okada and Takagi pl- faced each other last week as we're recording this. But, you know, Takagi's been my boy since his Dragon Gate days. He was the only reason I really followed Dragon Gate for a few years. And I'm just happy that New Japan decided to kind of come off their weird unwritten rules about not pushing outsiders. And they realized they had something with him. They realized he had momentum. They realized he had support of Eastern and Western fans. So run with it. You know, make sure, you know, he, he one of the big things he hinged on with the Okada match was that he realizes his age because he's he's almost 40. So he knows he's not going to get a ton of like main event shots unless he could prove himself. So make this one matter because it might be his only one because you also don't know how long he's going to be in New Japan. So let's just make this one count. Give him until at least Wrestle Kingdom, please. To be fair, though, that's not just a New Japan thing. That's a wrestling thing. You can go up and down the list in the history of companies. I, I, obviously, you're about to contradict everything I'm saying and name the exceptions to the rule. But for the most part, Mellon Farmers, especially if you're the top dog, you're not that willing to push outside guys. It just is what it is. Because you want to prove that your guys are better than the others. When you're a known reference for Wikipedia, you're going to know the exceptions to the rules, okay? That's just the way it goes, okay? <laughs> I, li- I like the how that's your gimmick now, PC. That's, that's fantastic. Uh, no, that, that's it, your it's gimmick, his gimmick now, sir. for me, but he's the one that keeps saying it. That's my point. So, you're the one on Wikipedia. I'm I, not on Wikipedia. Tony, are you on Wikipedia? Yeah, likely. No, I like how he points it out. No, he's not. I like Go how ahead, he points Andrew. it out. It's nice. I appreciate it. You shoot her down her up, dreams. You be quiet. Now Tunney's about to start his own Wikipedia page. Now we're going to yeah, – yeah, within a few hours, we're going to be able to Google PC Tunney, and he's going to have his own Wikipedia. But go, go to, ahead, Andrew. Go to wikitunny.com. No, No, it's wikitunny.pc. There you go. You don't want to type in Wicked Tuna, though, because that's a whole different show mm. right there. So Or Fournier. Oh, there we go. What but, What is it about white people that love watching – other white people pull fish out the water. I don't get that. Do you like to fish, Chris? I've never fished, honey. Well, then you really can't speak on what it's like for someone who fishes to watch fishing. And you're here for that. I'm not, not all the time. Remember a guy, there was it. well, you don't because you don't fish and you don't watch people fish, but there, if you look it up and you want to the most entertaining fishing show ever, the guy's name was... Bassmasters? No, the guy's name was Fish Fishburn. He was fucking hilarious. He put a great comment. <laughs> there you go. You, Pat already wants to YouTube this to watch and see uh, what, how good... I swear, Pat, it's got to be on YouTube. Will you write it down? Do me a favor. Call Kriba in here. Get her in here. Because Kriba, the, the Kriba side of Amber will like to watch a fishing show. Amber, maybe not so much, so we give her a couple cocktails. Hey, baby, we're watching this fishing show. I'm not watching no fishing show, but the guy's name is Fish Fishburn. All right, I'll watch a little bit. Let's see how good it is. See, that's the kind of thing that will happen. 
I'm not even gonna lie to you, Tuddy. I'm I'm all in on fish fish burn. I, I will Google fish fish burn, man. Greatest fishing show ever, fish fish burn. Check them out. I'm not even gonna lie to you. You got me. I'm sold. That's Shout out to that's Fish that's Fish Bird. Dude, look at this relationship Platt and I have. I got him looking forward to golf this weekend, and he's going to watch a fishing show with Fish Fish Bird. <sighs> I'm literally putting the words, or the name rather, Fish Fish Bird, in my Samsung notes, and I'm going to look this up eventually. Platt's I don't gonna, think you're going to notate it Platt's too gonna much. Platt's going to get reprimanded. He's going to get reprimanded at his job tomorrow. Christopher, why aren't you looking at the screen? I'm not even going to lie. Look at Fish Fish Bird. <laughs> and then everybody's going to be like, oh, no, we, we like this guy. We know about him, too. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, anyway. wrestling Grand Slam. Andrew, any other major storylines you'd love to see develop moving towards this gigantic show in the Tokyo Dome, July 25th? Okada loves fishing too, though, so that that, that actually works perfectly. Since Okada did display or unveil, whatever you want to say, a new finishing hold, as he was fucking around with the young lions, because the young lions are testing their metal against the the main guys like Tanahashi, Okada, Suzuki. They they've kind of running the gamut this uh, this road to, and he uh, he calls it the Rainmaker Clutch. So it's Rainmaker spin out, and then he folds you up cradle style and then grabs your leg with his leg like a gonske clutch to keep you in the cradle it, it looks kind of cool you can see it on the new japan global twitter they, they've got it, it it probably is really cool but that was literally the worst description of anything <laughs> i've ever heard ever what? it's a rainmaker spin out and then you roll the guy forward and you clutch his leg with your leg you, you i butt chug salt water clutch. all the time <laughs> See, that was a great description. This is a decent enough description. No, you can't really butt chug blue cheese. Mm-hmm. You know, the alliteration's yeah. nice, but it don't work. See, there we go. These are all facts. You want to give it one more try? No. Really. Butt chugging blue cheese or salt water? I'm talking about the, the haymaker shit. I got a whole the rainmaker clutch section I can what add. Whatever. Is? Whatever. Andrew Belaz's page. Man. On wikitony.pc, we got we got two categories: Wikipedia reference and then butt chugging. Yes, be... yes, I'll, I'll make sure to fill that one out for you. What you can and cannot butt chug. It, make... It's going to be a flow chart. Yeah. I'm going to make a pivot table in Excel. It's oh, going to be beautiful. Don't you worry. Nice. People listen, enjoy pie charts, by the way. Everybody enjoys pie. Oh, pie charts too. True, true. Andrew, listen. Tony got me with fish, fish bird. So okay, the bar's not that high. You couldn't get me interested into a goddamn haymaker <laughs> rainmaker. Like, what the fuck? What man? the fuck try is a haymaker rainmaker? Try harder. <laughs> try harder. Oh, try that'd harder. be an interesting. That haymaker rainmaker. That that sounds like what Moose Otis. does. And Otis should try and do that. Where it's just, you that spin the guy like out, a... then you spin around and clary at the guy. Yeah. I guess that's a haymaker rainmaker. That was actually Man. not a bad segue. You know, now, but now that Mark Henry's back, it could be a haymaker, rainmaker, painmaker. Could be. You had to ruin it, didn't you, Tony? And if he's got allergies, then he'd have hay fever before the haymaker. So That ruined it. I made it better, damn it. <laughs> no! No, you didn't! So I made it worse Worse. Yeah, they, they were all bad. It's like, I yeah. know. So it's we, we like, can segue yeah. out of this. All right, I'll, point. yeah, I got you. I'll I go to. I'll go. only go one way. Okay, commercial. Like, what, what, Here what it is now. Prefer, cancer or AIDS, you know, that's 
Oh god, I should have I should have played the commercial when I said no. <laughs> Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Pod is War back with you every Thursday evening. You know that, Chairshot Radio Network. All of your favorite streaming platforms, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. It, it makes sense that you could find a pro wrestling tee there from the chair shot. Makes a great gift as well. I guarantee it. If you're listening now, please tell a friend. We appreciate it. Pod is War right here. You know, you can find this show on the Twitter at pod underscore is underscore war. Topic number four on Pod is War. We just talked about Moose a little bit. Let's get into it. Andrew, he failed to bring that Impact Heavyweight Championship back home against Kenny Omega. But we did have some other developments to this storyline and what we could possibly see moving forward. You want to set the table here a little bit better than I can? I mean, sure. We could definitely address the fact that the Young Bucks fashion sense is that of like oh middle-aged boy. dads at a shitty barbecue. because. Oh that was the worst thing I've ever seen. Oh, boy. But aside from their fashion sense and being complete dorks, um, after Moose's failure to regain the Impact Championship, Sammy Callahan showed up, attacked the elite, the dorks, whatever the fuck you want to call them, and then Callis got in his feelings and told Callahan not to go after them, not to do it. Callahan didn't listen since he's anti-authority, and then he got fired. So... Since this goes up on Thursday, and Impact is on on Thursday, if you're watching Impact as you're listening, before you listened, after you listen, however this works, you'll know exactly what they did. But I don't at the point where we're recording this, so this is going to be the fun part to pontificate a little bit, because it's wrestling. You know he probably wasn't fired. Scott Demore is probably going to make some kind of like contingency on he's fired if he loses, or there can't be something, blah, 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 blah. But I guess the easy dots to connect here would be Moxley doesn't like the elite. Moxley and Callahan have history as the Switchblade conspiracy. And then Kingston and Moxley have an understanding together. Kingston and and Callahan have history as well. So they could always help Callahan deal with the Bucks so he can deal with Omega. And then you could actually see the point where AEW talent actually benefits impact talent in the way of actually winning a storyline so there's there's that i don't know chris do you see that going any other way well first and foremost shout out and congratulations to john moxley as well as his lovely wife renee baguette baguette whatever whatever the bottom the bottom line is john and renee just gave birth to a beautiful baby and congratulations to both of them now, the interesting thing about this is, from what I've been hearing in my crackpot research and journalism, by the way, hashtag journalism at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot, is that Don Callis is no longer affiliated with Impact in terms of backstage capacity. Because, you know, for the past few years, he's been one of the, the bookers of the territory, and he's no longer affiliated with them. 
So I feel like this is a way to write Callus out of impact somehow, some way. I, I think that's where they're going with this. That's possible because I've heard that too, that Callus either isn't EVP anymore or not with the company or, or whatever. So the kayfabe is continuing to treat him like he's an EVP, even though he's, I guess, moving on to other things in the business or something like that. So, yeah. I, I don't hate that because that, that makes a lot of sense and that slow invisible hand unraveling or maybe him just moving over to AEW full time to help Kenny with other things and get away from Impact would be good as well. But I don't know. It's it's interesting. I just I still feel shitty for the whole moose situation. Yeah, this shit just ain't worked, man. It was cool and I, I will admit that. I thought it was cool when they were first going around and having Kenny collect all these belts on the Ultimo Dragon side of the game, but the shit just ain't worked out well, man. It's just whack at this point in time. And, you know, I'm hearing reports that Kenny is a little beat up. He probably needs some time off. But, I mean, low-key, this is the biggest push he's ever gotten on this continent. So I can understand him trying to hold on for dear life. But the shit just ain't working. Maybe everybody just need to go back to their respective corners and figure some other shit out. Because this shit just it ain't working. And you talked about the Bucks, and I, I will never pass up an opportunity to shit on the Bucks. I mean, they out here wearing bootleg Jordans and shit like that. Like, no, don't do that, man. If you can't afford real Jordans, just don't buy Jordans. That's okay. There's no, there, you know what I mean? Like, there's no shame in that. I, I'm going to keep it a buck with you, man. I had never had a pair of Air Jordans before until I got grown and was able to afford them for myself because mm-hmm. I couldn't afford them growing up. Like, there, And there's no shame in that. But I went out here buying Air Gordons and shit like that, like the Bucks apparently are doing. Like, no, that's lame. And, you know, I hear Jim Cornette all the time talk about how they're the cool kids, like uh, the Bucks and Omega and all of that. Sonny? What? Never mind. You missed your cue. Never mind. Oh, he said fuck, Cornette. Fuck Jim Cornette. Yeah. There you job. go. Good there job. you go. And if I'm looking like if they're the cool kids, who the fuck are the lames? Like, that's where we at here in the industry, man. We got three cool motherfuckers. The only cool motherfuckers in the whole goddamn industry are the Samoans. And lastly, at MVP, huh? That's what we do. Well, <laughs> That's you, where we you, at. You got to put the Tongans in with Samoans too. They're Samoan. That works. No, 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 no. Don't, don't lump them together. <laughs> uh, they, they've been lumped, sir, as wow. cool kids. Wow. As cool kids. Well, oh, that, I, I guess, cool. I yeah. guess, uh, cool generalization is okay. What P- Pacific Islanders would there you prefer go. that? That's uh, fine. Man, Thank you. The saves you've been making over the last week and a half, you could be used in the Euro Cup or the NHL playoffs right now. Thank you. That's true. That is true. <laughs> Goaltender Christopher Plank. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, ain't nothing <clears throat> past me, motherfucker. I Any. was born at night, but not last night, motherfucker. I could also say I just look like this. I'm not really an idiot, you know. <laughs> I can't that, wait till tomorrow. Yeah, wait till tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. No, I but can't wait. Tonight. I can't wait till tomorrow. Mm. Nah, they can I. I don't know. I I just also didn't like the logic of the moose I, situation. I get because it was in AEW's place. No, I'm interrupting you here. I get better looking every day. Good for you. That's why I can't wait. You have less mirrors in your house. That's why your vision's just getting worse. That's why I can't wait till tomorrow. He does wear glasses, though, so there's that. It's true. He wakes up pretty because he has to find his glasses. It's a visual prop. It's a visual prop. 
If I if I had to squint every time I woke up, I'd look like Brad Pitt too. But uh, <laughs> he looked like Brad Pitt from Twelve Monkeys, though. That's the funny part. Shit. But uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. You know I love you, man. I'm just talking shit. No, I but, don't. Um, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, man, this shit just isn't working out, man. And it sucks that they had to bury Moose for the sake of this whole Omega storyline because Moose was starting to pick up steam. Even you know, even Andrew came around. Well, I think part of the reason was it wasn't until I think yesterday that I saw people were saying he actually re-signed with Impact because his contract was up at the end of May or sometime recently. And I don't think he was officially re-signed at the time. So that could have been the good old, we don't want to pull the trigger on you until you, you know, we got your name on the dotted line, so to speak. So I, I can almost apo- you know, like apologize that away because they protected him. They had him fuck up his arm on a on a bad dive and they gave him the young bucks interference. So it wasn't a clean loss at all. Yeah. But even so, man, you knew Moose wasn't going to win this going into this oh, yeah. paper. You, yeah. you knew that, man, right. they got something they're doing here with Omega. Well, it ain't working for me. I was excited about the first hard though. And you really think they're going to take Omega off the card on Slammiversary if they're trying to push that precisely. Yeah. Precisely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I don't like it. I get it. I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm disappointed by it. Gentlemen, I am eagerly anticipating getting to topic number five. It's just, it's going to be such great shit, pal. We'll be right back after these messages about Chairshot Radio Network. Chairshot Network. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. No means no. This next. No, 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 no. I will play it again if you keep. No, no. ChairShot Network. For every time you push that no button, I'm playing it two more times. No. Chair Shot Network. Chair Shot Network. I dare you to push that button again. I'm fighting a losing battle here, folks, against the producer slash engineer on the William Wallace Braveheart side of the game. But you know what? They may take our lives, but he'll never take my freedom! TheChairShot.com Always use your head Best promo ever The last topic for our one and only Fearless leader We're going to call this one The State of Selena De La Renta He knows what it means Gentlemen, what are your thoughts here On her being possibly bound to WWE As I've completely lost Andrew here today on pot is war. Did we ever find him? Hey, I'm still here. Just, <laughs> just, oh God, he, he <laughs> is. Re- that was just going to be topic five. Was Cap- going to be the button and the church art radio back and forth. And it's like, there we go. Have a good day, folks. Kaepernick so, kneels. Andrew Belaz reclines. Yeah. <laughs> Pop. That's hilarious. I shouldn't have laughed at that, but it was funny. <laughs> 
No disrespect meant to Colin Kaepernick, by the way. Uh, of course, of course, of course. But you know the climate. I, you, well, y'all know it's a chair shot's worst kept secret how I feel about Thicky Ricardo and Selena De La Renta. I think she is absolutely phenomenal. She was great in MLW. She was the best part of MLW. She was basically Selena Vega, just kind of a better version, but not with the same budget. So if she goes to NXT, I'm here for that. Get your money, girl. Like you're phenomenal. Like you're gonna be starting this business. Plus, she's so young. What is she like? 25, 26, something like that. Could you see her on the main roster? She could easily go to the main roster, but that's I that's what scares me though, because they they're gonna that that's what scares me though, because they're gonna make her try to wrestle and shit like that, and that's not where the money is with her, you know. Kind of like Leo Rush, like the money isn't with him wrestling. I know he retired recently, but the money is in talking because he's a hell of a talker. Same thing with Selena. That's the money. Like, get, well, get you, you, could, you could use Selena. You could use Lana as a good example. Zelina and Lana were both at their best parts when they weren't trying to wrestle. Like when they were just talking, when they were just management and arm candy, even if you want to call it that, like that was great. That was perfect. And Selena is right in that kind of level or Natalia, whatever she might go as, like if they use her real name or some kind of variation of it. She fits well in the E because her personality would not fit in AEW because that's that's a circus over there. Let's not try to like parse words too much. And the character she portrayed in MLW was very serious, very cold, very, you know, clear cut, very concise and knew what she wanted and found ways to get it. So that's not an AEW gimmick. That's a WWE gimmick. And you've got Legato del Fantasma that could definitely use someone like her as... Oh, oh you talking about Scarface and him. Or no, you talk about uh, Pablo Escobar and them. Yes, Pablo Escobar. And them. <laughs> and and them. say and them. There you go. And, and them. And go. them. So uh, she could definitely slide into that because they like to think they're cool on the the Pablo Escobar like fucking Scarface kind of light of the game. And them. There's and a new T-shirt. Say and them. <laughs> but I mean, no. Well, the thing I, I'm not even going to relegate her to arm candy. Obviously, she's an attractive young lady, but. She was running shit in MLW. Oh, yeah. Like that was the, that was the whole gimmick. Like she was the baddest bitch in the land, and she was running shit. She even didn't she executive produce an episode or two? She actually did, yeah. So she's yeah. got that under her belt too, which is nice. But yeah, she's yeah. I, I I would love to see her if they're not gonna if MLW. I'm not saying she's going there or not MLW, but uh, AEW. I'm not saying she's going there, but if they're not gonna bring in Thea Trinidad, why wouldn't you pair? somebody like selena with what's his name now andrade what's andrade i'm just gonna say andrade he's man. still andrade know. but yeah. he's okay. like andrade el idolo now isn't he see how, how funny is it that jim ross can't pronounce andrade and just keep calling this melon farmer andre that shit is a, that's the funniest part of aew to me right now like that's the best part right now to me that's hilarious and no disrespect to Jim Ross. Shout out to Jim Ross. He's a legend, a whole legend out here in these streets. But that's just very hilarious. old and very white and southern. So, budget, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, what that 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 that's not a perfect fit. I, yeah, but like, I don't. How how am I gonna word this? 
is Andrade even on a full-time contract with them, or is it just part-time because he's doing the AAA thing? So he has to he has to fuel that match with Omega somehow for the Mega Championship. So I don't know, motherfucker. What the fuck I look I like? I don't know. You got your you got your contacts. You got your dirt sheets. You peruse on occasion. You were talking about like all this this cracked out information you found. I don't know. Maybe you know a guy. Maybe you what found I something like. Fuck, I look like Ashley Flair. I don't know what the fuck that motherfucker about to do. I mean, you like Ashley Flair, so maybe you kind of wish you looked like Ashley Flair. Flair, motherfucker. Flair. And no, I don't want to look like Ashley Flair. There's another part to that statement you want to say. You're just not going to say it because you don't want to get your ass kicked. Paper listens. That was a good try, Andrew. That was a good try. I mean, it was like, you can't, like, it was like, it's like you, like he, he figured out you're going for the back door and you're like upside door and not nope, that didn't work either. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I literally just told you, Melon Farmers, like seven minutes ago. I just look like this. I'm not really an idiot. Sometimes you get worked up and you go with it, and then that's you hate fair. it afterwards. That's, that's fair. <clears throat> Shit, but yeah, I don't know. I just don't want to see Selena in AEW. I'd rather see her in NXT because I feel like that would just work better for her. If she, if she kept the same gimmick and what she wants to do, I think it works better in NXT than AEW. What about her causing Dominic to turn on his father? Ooh, I like that, Tony. They wouldn't be that creative in a billion, gazillion, fulfilling years, but I like that because... If somebody's going to make you turn on your daddy that got you this job, it would be Selena De La Renta. I, I could smoke a bag of that, man. Andrew? That's not bad either. No, I like that one a lot. Yeah. Okay. That would it ain't going to happen, but that's his great. own character, which is kind of what he needs. He needs to stop being daddy's little boy and needs to become his own thing soon. Right. I don't... Well, he needs to go back. Oh, go ahead, Sonny. I don't want him to take the mask. I would rather see something like that happen, like... Ray's oh, that, that's, I don't even want him, like, but still, he's attached to Ray still. Right. Like, it's Dominic and Ray. It's the Mysterios. Well, it's, it's perfect. Dominic. And I agree. I agree it's perfect. That's what I said. I agree with and, you. And I mean, Good he, idea. he probably... He Ten probably points to Gryffindor. What the fuck? <laughs> why, why Gryffindor? I'm not associated with Gryffindor, you piece of shit. But I, never I, mean, even, I never even watched all the Harry Potters. I mean, uh, yeah, I'm just going to disregard that because I've never watched any of the Harry Potters. But he probably needs to go back down to developmental and hone his skills. But at the same point in time, because he's kind of lacking in the personality department. But if you bring somebody like a Selena De La Renta to come on and be his proxy, well, shit, he doesn't even have to develop a personality at that point. I, I hope Vince – well, Vince is listening. We always know that. you know. And I shout that out there on Twitter too. I was watching Raw. I was watching Raw and, and uh, Corey Graves – He's talking about tag teams being in sync and tag teams needing to be on the same page. And the New Day isn't just on the same page. They're on the same sentence. And I thought uh-huh. that was horrible. It's The line is the New Day isn't just on the same page. They have it down to the letter. Uh-huh. That's so much better. I mean that is Yeah, but but they're both still pretty bad though. Well, but if you're going to be bad, be good at it at least, right? So like all I'm saying is Vince, I'm available, yo. Yeah, but it's still pretty bad. No, but it checks out for a WWE script though. 
Yeah, but just 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 to reiterate, just so we're all on the same page mm-hmm. here. Yeah, just, just yeah. Make sure we're clear. To be yeah. clear. Yeah. yeah. What is it? What is it? Yeah. Be clear. Yeah. Use your words. They were both pretty bad. There we go. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. I and thought just checking. I, I thought Raw was pretty good the last couple of weeks. Word. <laughs> I got some observations from the other week. If you want to hear them. Why the hell not, man? Maybe you can turn me around because I haven't been impressed with a Raw since I don't even remember. I won't give you all of them. I won't do that to you. You can go back and listen to DWI Podcast if you want to hear Raw aspirations. But you want to know how I start them every week? Executive, sure. produce, executive producer Dick Wolf. That's how you end them too, right? No, you, not, no, usually something from Sting. That's a, that's how you know that motherfucker know what he's doing, though. Shout out to Dick Wolf, though. That motherfucker that made a lot of money in that Law & Order franchise, and I think he's got some other shows he produces as well. But this is how you know he's an asshole, because this Miller Farmer had all his life to go by Richard or Rick or Rich. That Miller Farmer purposely chose Dick Wolf. You're I'm Dick Wolf. How you doing? My name's Dick Wolf. He knew what the fuck he was doing. Well, just imagine he knows he, what the fuck he's doing. Well, just imagine how that looked when he was in school. If they actually put him down by nickname, it goes last name first. Then that's just fucking funny. I don't think anybody ever made that mistake. No, he he got grown before he became Dick Wolf. You can't be Dick imagine Wolf. Imagine if he writes a book then. If he, if he writes a book under Dick Wolf, then you know they'd have to put it last name first. So that... no, they, he was probably like Ricky or some shit like that in grade school. You can't be Dick Wolf going through grade school and not expect to get your ass beat. No, that motherfucker made a conscious decision when he got grown and made some money to be called Dick Wolf. And I ain't even mad at it. I respect it. Cause I know it'd be something it. funny about the teacher calling like a little like nine year old Dick Wolf like Wolf Dick or something like that, just reading it wrong in the fucking thing. <laughs> it's like wow. That's... I see you, Dick. I see you, Dick, and I respect it. Dick Wolf. <laughs> Waltz, Waltz, Jeffrey. Okay, okay, thank you. Williams, Stephanie, Williams. Thank you, thank you. Wolf, Dick. Wolf? Um, Wolf? Is it Richard? It's Dick. Oh, it is. It is Dick. Okay. Uh, thank you. Glad you. Glad. To, good to see. Good to see you. Um, do you go by? I go by Dick Wolf. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, got you. Got you. Seven days later. Yeah. Uh, Wolf. Dick. Yep, that's me. <laughs> no, no, no! Don't nobody want to fight that much in K through twelve, okay? That motherfucker was not dick till he got on and you made some money. You never no. know. I know. Nobody wants to fight that much through in K through twelve, man. If that was the case, that Mellon Farmer would have went to the UFC. <laughs> if, he, if Dick was dick his whole life, <laughs> Dick would be an ass kicker right now. Well, That's like Dick Buckus. There's a reason why Dick yeah. Buckus was so fucking brutal on the field, right? Okay, fair. Yeah. Well, so to sum it up, Selena De La Renta made our favorite Dick Wolf. And Dick was Richard until he made some money. Maybe Rick, maybe Richie. 
but he sure as hell wasn't Dick. <laughs> dick wasn't Dick till the first. Dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. Oh my god! Well, That's you know, the best thing is we started this show off saying it was still on the rails. I'm pretty sure we're not there anymore. So, do we uh, <laughs> do we end it while it's careening, or how do we do this? <laughs> yeah, like we're. Yeah, I'm, we're just going to end it. Andrew, <laughs> <laughs> where can motherfuckers find you, man, and what you got going on? Find me on the Twitter at IWC Warchief. You could also find me on com, covering New Japan, Noah, maybe a couple other things. You know, not, not, not AEW, not, probably not WWE, unless... I feel really, really like moved or motivated, or Adam really doesn't want to do something. Then maybe, who knows? But um, yeah, there there needs to be stuff, and I think there's an All Japan show coming up soon too with the Triple Crown Championship. So I should probably cover that. Hmm. So Japanese stuff, I'll do that on thechairshot.com. Chris, y'all can find me on Twitter at the Real C Plat, but more importantly than that, again. I say it day in and day out, week in and week out, but it bears repeating. If y'all appreciate the content we provide day in and day out here at the Chair Shot, make sure we're able to keep providing that content that you love so much day in and day out here at the Chair Shot by going to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the Chair Shot and picking up an official Chair Shot t-shirt. We've got Jesus Did the Job, hashtag journalism, save tag team wrestling. I'm sure we're going to get some shit up there in the near future regarding Dick and Wolf and some other shit. But the bottom line is make sure we keep providing that content that you love so much and support your favorite website for news, reviews, opinion, and analysis with attitude by going to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. Please. And thank you. Thank you. And please the chair shot.com. We're not just a website. We're a movement commissioner. What you got going on and where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter and Facebook at PC Tunney, and I encourage you to continue to listen to everything Chairshot Radio Network. Please tell a friend to listen as well. All your favorite streaming platforms and thechairshot.com. A quick PSA from your friendly content creator. Treat every door as an elevator door. First people come out, then people come in. Unless it's pouring like cats and dogs. Enjoy your day the Chairshot way. Always use your head. All right, I'll give you that one, man. Hey, shout out to Samo Joe. Shout out to the Samo named Joe, who's the best thing going in wrestling right now. Shout out to John and Renee. Again, congratulations. Shout out to Serena de la Renta. Shout out to Miss in his wheelchair. Selena. Shout out to Mrs. Wheelchair. Okay, cool, whatever. And, and what Ball said as well. And shout out to Richard Wolf, Dick a.k.a. Wolf. Dick. The Dickster. The Dickster. Dickster. <laughs> that broke me. Dickie Wolf, man. Dickie Wolf. Dickie! The Dickster could be a good title for this show, too. Shout out to Dick Wolf, man. We've all fallen down the rabbit hole of watching marathons of your show. So you did something right, Dick. Shout out to Dick Wolf. Hey, man. Thank you guys for tuning in to the latest edition of Potter's War. For the Commissioner PC Tunney, for Andrew Snowflake Balls Belaz, I am Mr. Velvet Price, Christopher Platt. 
Thank you all for tuning in. We'll be back next week, same plat time, same plat channel. Until next time, shalom. Shout out, Dick. Yeah, we hit that rabbit hole like a dick wolf. I have no idea how we got into the Dick Wolf conversation, but God damn it, I love Dick, and Dick is good. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head.